got, I got, I got, I got loyalty, got royalty inside my DNA. Well, after a weekend away here from the podcast, I was hoping to be bringing you some great news here. Unfortunately, I'm very much not. Kings lose tonight 113 to 104 to the Houston Rockets at the Golden One Center. And as Chris Berman used to say, it's seemingly the most inappropriate time. Let me be the very first to wish you a very Merry Christmas. Welcome in to the Sacramento Kings podcast presented by Hoopball and the Hoopball Podcast Network. I'm your host, Amy Barling. And again, can't thank you enough uh, for being here uh, as the holidays are in full swing, as is the Kings losing streak. Now, that's the bad news. Kings lose their fourth in a row tonight to the Houston Rockets. No worries, Kings fans. I've got good news for you. What is that good news? Well, it's quite simple. Phoenix Suns suddenly suck. They've lost seven straight, and by the time we're done talking, or shortly after we're done talking, it 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 it's gonna get worse here for the Minnesota Timberwolves, as they have lost ten straight. And how might it get worse for them? Well, as we're recording this, they're entering the fourth quarter against the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, the Golden State Warriors down by seventeen. And oh, by the way, it is the Minnesota Timberwolves that are here uh, at the Golden One Center the day after Christmas. So let's dive in here uh, to the game just a little bit. Uh, Kings uh, lose a couple of games over the weekend, both on Friday and Saturday. Uh, We had no podcast on those days, took a couple of days away. Uh, Happy to be back here with you. I was hoping to report uh, something exciting, hoping to talk about an exciting uh, development here in Kings basketball as we got Marvin Bagley back in the starting lineup. I want to thank my crew over at uh, CBS 13 and my buddy Marshall Harris, who allowed me uh, to come in and do Sports Extra with him on Sunday. And you know, we talked a whole lot of football that day, but, but, but we managed to spend about five minutes on the Sacramento Kings. And his first question was pretty simple, and I didn't have an answer for it. Why isn't Marvin Bagley in the starting lineup? And, and there just wasn't a logical answer that I could provide for him, and that's not a question that he'll have to ask me again is Marvin Bagley returned to the starting lineup tonight. And there was some question. Okay. If, if Bagley's going back into the lineup, who's it going to be for? We know the Kings love Nemanja Bielita and we know that they love using belly to stretch the floor. So would they actually make the change and put Rashawn Holmes back on the bench? Again, uh, those were questions that we had. Those were questions that were answered tonight. As Marvin Bagley returned to the starting lineup with Rashawn Holmes, Harrison Barnes, De'Aaron Fox, and Buddy Heal. De'Aaron Fox, by the way, had a career high at 31, had an amazing fourth quarter there. Uh, but it wasn't enough. As the Kings fall to 12-18, and 18, they are six games under 500 for the first time uh, this season. You'll hear from Luke Walton uh, as the day rolls along here. If you would uh, like to take part in the show, we'd love to hear from you. As always, 916 888 5898. So let's start uh, with that starting lineup change. Demondi Bielitsa goes to the bench. Marvin Bagley back to the starting lineup. We knew it was a matter of time. Not a ton of minutes for Marvin Bagley uh, tonight as he played less than any other starter. Uh, as a matter of fact, Demondi Bielitsa played significantly more minutes than him. Now, there's a lot we can look at with that. Luke Walton, and maybe he will address this in his press conference here uh, coming up in just a few minutes, but. Uh, you know, maybe it was a situation where it was like, we know ultimately when we get into the, you know, the, the, the second half of the season here, we're going to be talking about 
Holmes, Bagley, Barnes, Fox, Buddy. We know that that is ultimately going to be the starting lineup and whether uh, Marvin Bagley, after missing 22, 23 games, is ready to get back into the starting line. doesn't really matter. We're going to put him there. We're going to get him into a groove with Sean Holmes. We can see what we do. Well, unfortunately, neither one of the players really got into a groove as they were uh, a combined uh, 10 of 20. And those were all two-pointers. I mean, Marvin Bagley was all of one from three. Like, they, they just they couldn't get into a rhythm inside um they couldn't get into it the kings couldn't get into a rhythm period so maybe it's unfair of me to sit here and you know talk try to try to try to digest or excuse me try to dissect too much here about what bagley and holmes did because the the team was never there like they were never flowing there's 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 no way to to, to honestly analyze what they were doing let's just look at the first quarter and if we do that and we look okay well it's Got the first quarter. That's that's where we get the our, you know kind of our first dose of Marvin Bagley back in the lineup. Nemanja Bielitsa on the bench. Yeah, it didn't go well. If that's our sample size here that we're working with, if that's what we're talking about here. It, it, it didn't go well. And go okay, all right. Let's look at it again in the second half. All right. So you've got the first quarter. You got the start of the game. You got the starting lineup. Then you got the starting lineup in the second half. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Neither one of them went well. Kings were outscored 37 to 21 in the first quarter. They were outscored 32 to 22 in the third quarter. Again, I'm not pointing out, I'm not saying, I'm not pointing out those numbers to say it's a direct result of Marvin Bagley starting. I'm not saying that this is, well, Nemanja Bielitsa didn't start, so gosh darn it, that's what happens. No, they, they, they tried to play belly more. They tried to use him to stretch the floor. It didn't work, and Nemanja Bielitsa didn't shoot well. He didn't play well coming off the bench. And I guess now would be an appropriate time to point out that Bogdan Bogdanovich didn't play. And that's a problem. When Bogdan Bogdanovich doesn't play, it's a problem. And as much firepower has been missing with the Kings at various points throughout the season, we talked about, you know, making up rebounds when Marvin Bagley is out. We talked about making up scoring when De'Aaron Fox is out. We talked about making up assists and, and, you know, you know, making up, uh, you know, the defensive liabilities and all those different things. Now you've got Bogdan Bogdanovich, who's in a perpetual state of hurt. Like he's injured. He's and this is like, he's not going to be able to heal. Like the Kings can't just sit Bagley and like, ah, okay, he's, he'll be better on this day. Oh, in, in three to four weeks, Bagley will, or, or Bogdan will be better. Or in, in, in one to two weeks, Bogdan, Bogdanovich will be better. Like, no, that's the schedule doesn't allow that. And so it's kind of, well, he's going to play a game, a couple games here. Oh, he's going to aggravate it. Like he hasn't, you know, thankfully, I'm going to knock on some wood here. He he hasn't suffered any sort of catastrophic injury. He's suffering nagging injuries. And as long as he continues to deal with nagging injuries, he's going to be missing games throughout the season. And when you combine Bogdan Bogdanovich kind of being in and out of the lineup and you have the Sacramento Kings, you know, working De'Aaron Fox back in, working Marvin Bagley in. And when I say working back in, I don't mean working them back into the lineup. Obviously, they're both into the starting lineup. I'm talking about getting into a groove, getting into a flow with, you know, Rashawn Holmes as, as uh, you know, a, a starter now. Uh, getting into a flow, getting into a groove with Nemanja Bielitsa going back to the bench. Remember, Nemanja has been starting since game two. Up until tonight, you know, Marvin Bagley was starting after the Phoenix Suns game, after Marvin Bagley got hurt. It was Belly that went to the starting lineup. 
way back then, I think it was Belly and Dwayne Dedman. How many of you are old enough to remember the Belly and Dwayne Dedman era of the Sacramento Kings starting lineup? Way back at the beginning of the season. You know, so you've got that. And you've got Corey Joseph, who played a big part in what the Sacramento Kings were doing defensively. We said this a number of times here on the podcast. The Sacramento Kings were winning games on the defensive side of the ball. And then you look at this and you go, wait a minute, defensive side of the ball. Houston scored 37 in a quarter tonight. They scored 32 in another quarter tonight. And they got up so many in the third quarter that the fourth quarter was just kind of a a wash. I mean, it got entertaining as De'Aaron, you know, scored 19. He was trying to will the Sacramento Kings back into it. But they did anybody think that he was going to? Did anybody think that we would get a, a flashback to Belly's threes a little while ago? I, 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 don't, I don't think so. Or at least I didn't. Uh, and as we prepare uh, for Luke Walton to take the podium, um, I want to let you know that you can head over to mybookie.ag to make any predictions that you have on any sport, whether it's the NBA or the NFL, you can make those predictions into a financial reality. Uh, my bookie is one of the most trusted in the industry. And if you're looking for a sports book to make some bets for the bowl games, for NBA games, or for the NFL playoffs, my bookie is where you want to go. They've got the fastest payouts, best promotions. And a very helpful 24-7 customer service. You can even pull your bets together for a bigger payout. Let's say you got a couple of favorites this week. You want to parlay some wagers. Uh, let you bet multiple games together. And if they all come out through, they all come through, you win big. Uh, my bookie has more lines and better odds uh, for the player than any other sport book around. So if you want to join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. All you have to do is use the promo code SAC. That's S-A-C. Use the promo code SAC to activate that offer. Again, S-A-C to get your extra cash from MyBookie. I even put the link here in the description of the podcast. So when the podcast is over, just head over to the description. You'll see a MyBookie link right there. You could click on that. You can get paid. Bet, win, get paid. That how That's how it works over there at MyBookie. Want to appreciate their support, not only of the HoopBall Kings podcast, but uh, of the entire HoopBall network. Uh, another big problem for the Sacramento Kings here, and you saw it very early in the game, is they gave up a lot of second half uh, second chance points. Uh, Houston, as a matter of fact, a, a, at the end of one, had nine second chance points, and the Kings had zero. We saw an excessive amount of zone defense as well. That had a rather predictable outcome. And I, I don't want to kill Luke Walton for this because we, <laughs> what we saw was them trying to shut down James Harden. We even saw a situation where they were trying to shut down both James Harden and Russell Westbrook, and we're just kind of letting the other Rockets do whatever they wanted to do. The zone defense did not work tonight, but I feel like when there were certain lineups uh, on the court, we saw it quite a bit. Uh, the Kings trailed, and we just mentioned this a moment ago, 37-21 to 21 to start the second. That 16-point lead was the largest of the game at the time, but it got interesting there in the second quarter. Fox to Rashawn Holmes on the alley-oop. That got the crowd up. That got the lead down to eight. We saw a little bit of more De'Aaron Fox. We saw a 9-2 run that brought the Kings within six. I think it got to within five 
for like a heartbeat. Like if you blink, you missed it because Harden immediately went down and put them back up eight. So you had 37 points in the first quarter from the Rockets. You had 36 points in the second quarter from the Kings. And we've got Luke Walton now. Everybody look, it's, it, it's what it is in the NBA, right? And it's about getting better. Um, and the only way to do that is repetition. And, you know, there's no magic behind it. Um, we didn't do the little things well enough again tonight for 48 minutes. We played a really good second quarter and a really good fourth quarter. And we didn't, we didn't do that in the first and third. And that's, I mean, that's a championship contending team. That's a, they got MVPs over there. And, and you know, they, uh, it's a tough team to beat and, and, and defend. And I, you know, again, I'm proud of our guys for, for sticking through it. Uh, and, and really fighting it out and giving ourselves a chance again in the fourth. You know, that's what you asked for in this league is a chance, uh, you know, come fourth quarter time. And I thought they really showed a lot of heart again. Um, but, it, you know, we're just we're not there yet. So we got to, you know, get back into that gym tomorrow, watch tape, practice some more. Uh, it was really exciting to have Fox back, uh, you know, no minutes restriction. Uh, that's kind of how we envision seeing the, the, the team go, you know, all year. And uh, it's nice to see that uh, that type of play by him uh, back in our lineup. But again, that's you know, for staff, is very exciting. Uh, you know, for you know, where, where, where we're gonna where we're gonna go. So, uh, tip your hat to Houston. They uh, they're a heck of a team and uh, outplayed us tonight. Katie Hunter, Kings TV. Luke, I know in the beginning of the season that you talked about deliberately slowing the pace of the game down because you wanted to try and make them a more fundamentally sound half-court team. Then you lose De'Aaron Fox nine games in, and you've had him back for four. Um, it feels like when he's on the floor, the pace is automatically mm -hmm. improving, but it also feels like kind of towards the beginning of the season where they're struggling kind of with flow and the fundamentals in the half-court. You feel like you're kind of back to the beginning with that and no, want to sorry. speed it up at some point? Yeah, we're, I wouldn't say we're back to the beginning, right? But it's, it, it's about, um, you know, our team learning how to execute uh, in the half court. It's about realizing that being able to get defensive stops and execute game plans is what wins you games and definitely leads to winning once you get into the playoffs. Uh, so it's focusing on that, and, and we've come a long way in that. You know, we held Houston a 16 in the fourth tonight, uh, and, and that team's pretty pretty hard to stop. So, um, you know, we've made big strides with, with some of that stuff, with some of the defense, with some of the execution of what we're trying to do. If you were being truly honest with yourself, you probably didn't think the Sacramento Kings were going to grab this game tonight. Uh, you know, you, you would hope that they would rally after the loss to Memphis, you know, after the back-to-back -back losses this weekend. Uh, you know, the tough game against the Indiana Pacers. But in reality, yeah, I, I feel like the Rockets remember how they lost the last game. And, you know, maybe maybe the Kings are nothing but a blip on the Raider for the Rockets. But I just don't think that's how the NBA works. I think this game was very fresh in their memory. I'm sure they looked at uh, quite a bit of film uh, heading into tonight. And it's kind of one of those games that after the Memphis game, it was like, man, these guys are going to lose four in a row. Like this is tough. Like this, 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 this is tough. And yeah, here they are. Uh, you know, four straight losses. And as we mentioned, you know, when the show got underway, it sucks. But the good news is, this conference is terrible. The bottom portion of the conference, 
is terrible. Now, Portland has gotten itself together just a little bit, as we expected they would. San Antonio has gotten themselves together just a little bit, as we expected they would. But when you look at teams like Phoenix, like I... We th- we knew Phoenix was gonna fall off, didn't we? Like I I mean I expected Phoenix. Phoenix is gonna compared to last year. Context is important here. Compared to last year, they're they're gonna do better. Like they're they're gonna be fine. But I, you know they're they're not gonna I, they're not gonna be competing for a playoff spot. And I, I I don't think we're gonna be talking about. I don't think we're gonna be talking about uh, uh, Phoenix when the when the season kind of winds down and. Maybe there's a playoff spot available. I think the same about the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, a lot of people might disagree with me there. I just don't like the Memphis Grizzlies. I don't think they're talented. I don't think they're athletic. I don't think they're coached particularly well. I don't really know what they have going for them. And right now they've lost 10 straight in that lead I was talking about a few moments ago with the Golden State Warriors over the Minnesota uh, Timberwolves has shrank with about six minutes to go left uh, in, in that game. But win or lose, they're still a bad basketball team. And that makes me nervous to say that that out loud because they're going to be walking in uh, to the Golden 1 Center the day after Christmas to take on the Sacramento Kings. There could be two losing streaks uh, going into that game. Now, if Minnesota's able to cap off this this comeback that they're going through right now with Golden State, well, then then fine. That doesn't change the fact that I think Minnesota's a bad basketball team. The question is, for me is are the Sacramento Kings a bad basketball team? And I just don't believe that they are. Especially with the way that they were winning games earlier this year. You know, we, I, you know, I mentioned there before we went to Luke Walton, uh, the scoring you know, in, the, in, in the first half and in the, 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 the first quarter, the second quarter, how they, 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 they were down 16 and they, they had an eight-point deficit going into halftime and, Man, two minutes out of the half, that eight-point lead that the Rockets had became 16. And it was quick, man. Like It was less than two minutes where suddenly you're like, oh, okay, it's, gonna, it's, it's, one, it's one of those nights. And that's kind of how the game went. That's it, but particularly the third quarter. Like, I, I was planning the show in the fourth quarter. Like, the, 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 the largest lead of the game was in that third when the Rockets went up. 25 you know they led this game wire to wire I there was nothing in the and it was cool Darren scoring a bunch of points nothing about that fourth quarter really excited me uh, as a Kings fan Kings did out rebound the if you're looking for small victories and it, it, it sounded like Luke Walton is, is still looking for things to build on uh, they won the rebounding battle tonight so I mean can hang your hat on that. They won the points in the paint battle by a lot, 62 to 46. If you want to hang your hat on that, you can. Uh, one problem that you, you heard Luke Walton mention there a moment ago, they're still turning the ball over way too many times. You know, those have, have got to get under control. And when you've got a team that likes to shoot three-pointers, the way that the Houston Rockets do, when you've got a team that likes to shoot three-pointers in transition the way that the Houston Rockets do. You can't turn the ball over like that. Uh, the, the Rockets hit eight more three-pointers than the Sacramento Kings did. And I know that kind of feels like the whole league now. Like the whole league is just taking three-pointers, and that's what happens. The whole league is taking three-pointers in transition, and that's just what happens. But you have very capable three-point shooters 
in Houston Rockets uniforms. By the way, this was, and this is a dumb, and I'm not complaining about it. I'm not bitching about it. I'm just making a statement. This was a weird night to wear the red jerseys. Like, why, why are you wearing the city jerseys against the Houston Rockets? When it when the when I turned the game like it was it was just confusing for a second like what what are you what are we looking at like why are you doing this I wasn't a fan of that I wasn't a fan of rocking the city uniform I'm not a fan of the city uniforms period but I don't know maybe that's a get off my lawn thing I, I don't really know what it is I just don't like them I don't I don't think they're hot but to wear them against a team that wears red every game it was just confusing to me. I didn't get it. I wasn't for that. What's that have to do with the basketball game, Damien? Absolutely nothing. So my sincerest apologies. Uh, let's put a wrap on this program here today. Again, the Kings lose 113-104. to 104. The Rockets, they go to 21-9 and nine on the season. Your Sacramento Kings go to 12-18 and 18 with the Minnesota Timberwolves coming to town the day after Christmas. Kings lose their fourth straight. Hopefully, Santa Claus will bring the Kings some ball protection, some consistent shooting, and a victory on the night after Christmas at the Golden One Center. As always, uh, greatly appreciate you uh, listening to the show here and allowing me and us here at the Hoopball Network uh, to be a part of your Sacramento Kings basketball coverage. Uh, Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you rate and review. I hope you dig the show. We're around all season. Make sure you go check out my bookie. Again, there is a link uh, here in the description of the podcast. If gambling is your thing, that's the place you need to do it. Use the promo code SAC. That's S-A-C. Use that promo code uh, and they'll uh, match your deposit halfway. It's good stuff right there. That's free money from the folks over there at my bookie we will see you the day after christmas again uh have a fantastic holiday if you celebrate have a very merry christmas and we will be back thursday night immediately following the sacramento kings and the minnesota timberwolves here on the sacramento kings podcast presented by hoopball and the hoopball podcast network